Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. (laughs) This is Straight Up with Stassi. Hello. Khaleesi's, my babes. Um, So if you are a regular listener of my podcast, you're probably like, hey, whatever happened to that like Ask Stassi episode you would do every week? Um, Yeah. So I'm going to try and do one right now. This is the thing. Talking by yourself is actually really hard. Talking with another person is already daunting enough and and kind of difficult. You know, it when you you do a radio show or a reality show or anything like that, you have to be like on the whole time and your brain has to be like completely focused and it's it it I feel like a dick complaining about my job I'm not actually because I feel very fucking lucky to do what I do I'm just saying sometimes your brain gets a little fried and like I just can't think I can't put sentences together like it's been really hard to try and do this ask Stasi podcast because well I'm talking by myself and so many of the que- the emails that you guys send me they're so long and involved that I feel like if I read the whole email then it would take up most of my podcast. But then I can't like water down the email and then answer it because then you're not, you know, as listeners, you're not getting like the full idea. So it's been a li- it's been a little challenging. And today I finally interviewed Rachel Zell. And it was just like such a magical day that I feel like kind of like, brain dead from it but that's my fault because I should have turned in my podcast and I should have done this quite a few days ago it's just I have felt in the last week kind of like I don't have anything to say you know you ever get like that where you're just like I literally like have nothing to say for myself um I did laundry I should probably clean my apartment I went to co- like old cello this past weekend. That was fun. You know, it's like, I don't know how to entertain you right now, but I've put my mind to it and I've gone through a lot of y'all's emails and I'm going to answer some of them. So just bear with me, you guys. 
honestly, if like I sound distracted right now, it's because I am. I'm starving and I keep trying to order Chipotle and my Postmates isn't going through. Um, uh, Can I just warn you guys? So the other night when I got home from I was in Palm Springs this weekend and we drove in and my brain was just it was it was done. I was like, I, I can I can barely even focus on the television. And I was just sitting there starving, like desperate, like, oh, my God, what do I order? Like, what what sounds good right now? I'm like, you know what sounds good? There's this um, Asian restaurant called Chin Chin in Sunset Plaza. And like eight years ago when I moved here, I would go there because I thought I was being trendy and cool. I was such a poser. And I would get the peanut noodles with chicken. It's probably like eating four Big Macs. But it's so freaking good. So I got it in my head while I was sitting there on the couch Monday, I think it was. And I was just like, that's what I want. And Postmates didn't have it. Only Uber Eats did. I'm about to do some major first world problem shit right now. And like, I hate myself for complaining because my life's really not that hard. But I sat there and I was like, I'm going to order it from Uber Eats. Fine. I think I have to like walk out to the car to get it. That's not fun. But, you know, at least I'll have my like peanut noodles so i am following the driver and i'm following the little you know you can look at the map and see like where they are and how close they are to your house i'm following it like a hawk i'm watching that shit like a hawk because i am starving i'm salivating out of my mouth like a fucking wolf just so hungry i had taken an edible earlier so like I normally don't do that during the day so my fault it just like made it made matters worse I just became like so much more hungry and ravenous than I already was um so I'm watching it I see it get picked up and it's already super late so I'm like cool the dude's already late at least he's there now then he starts driving if and I ordered chin chin is like right down the street from my house like I live super close Which makes me again feel like an asshole that like I had to order this delivery. So I'm watching him go the opposite direction. I'm like, seriously, is this guy challenged in some way? Like, um, I picked a place. It's right by my home. Should be very easy. It's like a straight shot, you know, a straight shot. And you're there. And he keeps going in the opposite direction. So I'm actually I've turned into somewhat of a more patient person recently I guess like as the years go by I just get more patient and I don't say anything for the first 10 minutes I let this dude go in the opposite direction because I'm like I don't know maybe he had like a weird ass emergency or something I'll give him the benefit of the doubt maybe like his ways put him in a weird direction maybe I don't know maybe he's on drugs who knows so I wait for 10 minutes I'm like okay This is ridiculous. He is now like so far from my house that it's not even you you can't. It's it's not even laughable at this point because I'm like, this is actually insane. Did you just drive to Santa fucking Monica? That's pretty much where he was. So I text him. Hey, um, this is like your Uber Eats person thing. I've just been following you and you've been going in the wrong direction for like a really, really long time. Is everything okay? He never responds. I text him again. 
Yo, Uber Eats girl here again. Uh, just checking in again because you still keep going in the wrong direction. Now you're like four, 45 minutes from my house. I feel like this is taking entirely too long. He never responds to that either. So then I call him and it keeps going to voicemail. And I'm like, this is bullshit. I have been sitting here moody, somewhat high, ravenous, and unable to put sentences together. I've been patient. I've been following and tracking this dude like he's a freaking crazy boyfriend. No, I was tracking him like I was tracking a boyfriend. Seriously. That's how I felt so passionately about this driver and this food that it was you would have thought I was having sex with the peanut noodles. And I'm like, what, what do I do? So I go to Uber Eats and I'm like, contact. Like, what do I like? Is there a number I can call? I'm like, am I actually doing this? I'm like calling Uber Eats contact support. Yes, I am because I'm starving. And now I'm pissed that homeboy just like is not responding to me and going in the opposite direction. He's just like, that's never happened to me before when I order food. So I call them. A very nice man gets on the phone asks me all these weird questions. I explained to him the situation. He's like, okay, uh, let me put you on hold and I'll, I'll, I'll figure this out for you. Puts me on hold for what felt like, I don't know, 49 centuries. Pretty sure like the amount of time I was on hold, dinosaurs came about and then became extinct. Like that whole process or like went, like was happening as I was waiting on hold that's how long so he finally gets me off hold and he's like so it says that he delivered it i'm like mm, that's news to fucking me because i'm starving if he delivered it i wouldn't be making this phone call dude he's like well yeah it says he delivered it i'm like okay are you calling me a liar I'm like, do you think I want to be on the phone right now? Like, do you think I want to be doing this? This is not fun for me. I already don't like talking on the phone. I don't even like text messages. So do you really think that I am that desperate to lie about receiving food and get a refund that I'm going to waste my and your time by calling you and sitting here and arguing and answering all my passwords and stuff? No. So he goes, well, you you can file a report. You're going to have to go and email like Uber Eats contact. And I'm like, seriously, I'm talking to the source right now. Like by definition, I couldn't be closer to the source. I am on the phone with you. I hear your voice. You can't just refund me right now. Like you can't just like fix it or like order another one for me right now. Like why do I have to get off the phone with you, then go back into my app find the email write an email and be like, like i thought the whole point to of writing an email is to finally get to somebody an operator or somebody to call you to like sort this shit out mind blown so i'm like dude whatever whatever i hang up the phone i look on my app yeah sure enough that dude said that he dropped it off okay no you didn't so i'm like what do i do i'm starving guess i'm just gonna reorder it so i reordered it like the true badass that I am. I reordered it. And I'm like, you know, I'm not going to write an email. I'm not one of those people that likes to use my social media to complain. I normally think that's very tacky. But sometimes you got to get shit done. And sending a little email wasn't going to do it. So I went on my Twitter 
and I tweeted about it and then tweeted, uh, yeah, I guess again, twice. And Uber Eats DM'd me and was like, can you give me all the information and then we'll sort this out. So I give them my information and they say, okay, we've refunded you. That's it. You refunded me my $23. That's like all of this that I went through is for you to refund me. Like I wrote back verbatim. Oh, how kind of you period and sent it. I hope they knew that I was being sarcastic, but seriously, what a shitty ass company. I had to wait a whole nother hour and a half for food. So you can imagine I was like dying. I was like in the fetal position on my floor, like starving. Um, so I had to wait. I had to go through the hassle of tweeting and the embarrassment, embarrassment of tweeting. I had to be on the phone for a while and you just like gave me $23 back. Shouldn't you have at least like given me a free dessert? Like a year's worth of like cold stone creamery, you know? Um, so yeah, uh, that really didn't have a point. And God, I sound like a fucking dick for talking about this. Like there are really important things going on in the world. There's murder, there's disease, there's our, our future government. Oh no. What is, what is, what does our world turn into? So I feel really uh, terrible that I'm sitting here complaining about this, but you know, my podcast is like a stream of consciousness thing in this. And when I set out to do the podcast, it wasn't to um, talk about world hunger because it's to lift the mood a little bit to entertain to like I, I'm serving as a distraction so that you don't have to think about world hunger for a solid hour. Um, but just know that I'm aware of how vapid I sound. OK, I'm aware of it. And the reason why I told that is because I said I was kind of distracted. That's because I've been trying to order Chipotle for like an hour. And now it's finally okay. Now it's here. Well, not like actually at my apartment, but like the app worked. So there's that. Okay. So I'm going to get into some questions now. But before I do, I want to tell you guys where I'm most likely going to be October 26th. This is if I don't have to work. So I most like 90% will be there. Um, Y'all know I have a thing for Cameron Hughes wine. Okay. And before I tell you guys where I'll be, I'll, I guess, explain a little bit about Cameron Hughes wine. Okay. Anyone can bottle and sell wine. You know what I'm saying? There are wineries and all of that shit. Very easy. But it's very rare that you are going to find a company that is basically selling really expensive wine for cheap. And let me explain how they're doing that. Okay. So say like the top wineries that you like, I don't know a name of one that I can just like throw out there when they have too much wine or they have um, an excess of it. Cameron Hughes will go and buy all the extra wine. So say it's a hundred dollar bottle of wine, that type of winery. Cameron Hughes goes and buys it, then puts his own label on it and sells it for less. So what you're getting is a very nice wine without the winery's label on it. And that's how we can sell it for less. Are y'all following? This is why I've been obsessed with Cameron Hughes, because if you're going to a dinner party or you need a gift for someone, it's really hard to pick out a nice bottle of wine. You know, you always want to go for like just like the right price. Um, but with Cameron Hughes wine, the wine that you're gifting somebody or drinking yourself 
is actually a really nice, 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 nice bottle of wine just for a fraction of the price. And what's also great about it is that you're never going to really get the same wine twice. They're always changing. And that's based on what there's an excess of. So as you're getting Cameron Hughes wine delivered to your door, you are learning about wine and trying new things without you really even knowing it. Like I learned so much about wine and like wine varietals and stuff um, just by using Cameron or ordering Cameron Hughes wine. Like last Christmas, I ordered 20 bottles of wine to give as gifts and bring to parties. And I forgot that like my apartment's really not that big. So my whole kitchen was just nothing but wine everywhere. Actually, it would have been like a really cool photo. Um, but on October 26th, uh, Cameron is hosting his fall 2016 Cabernet release party at the Grammy Museum in downtown L.A. So if you guys want to come and wine taste with me, uh, admission is free and the tasting is from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. So all you have to do is go to chwine.com slash events and RSVP. So you have to RSVP because slots are going to fill up. It is free. I'm not selling you all anything. If you want to come hang out with me, um, come do that. Okay. All right. First question, playas. Let me try and summarize this. Um, this girl, Natalie, she started her own podcast and she goes, I recorded one last week that turned out terrible because my guests and I were pretty drunk. So I'm starting a whole new one tomorrow and I hope that I rock the shit out of it. And I was wondering if you could give any words of advice for my first legit podcast. Okay. Um, I've been turning, I've been basically, I've been encouraging most people in my life to start podcasts because it's such an, it's such an amazing outlet to, to connect with people. Like, as you know, Sheena Menina started a health and wellness podcast with Amberly, and then Rachel O'Brien started one and then Annabelle started one. So I've been teaching people, my friends, how to podcast, um, because I, I, I truly love doing it. And if I if somebody has that ability to host one, I say absolutely go for it. So I really like that you asked me this, Natalie, because it's something that I like to talk about. Um, first of all, there are no rules when starting a podcast and you have to think about what you want it to be and what your goal is, what your motive is almost like what drives you. Like when I when I when they came to me about doing a podcast, I like shit my pants and was like, I don't think I can do this. Like, that's terrifying. You know, my boyfriend at the time, Patrick, he's a radio host. So I see how hard it is to just be on and to talk, 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 talk and come up with things to say and tell a story in an interesting way and an entertaining way. I saw how hard that was and I didn't think I was capable of it because I was so scared of it. <laughs> that's what made me realize I need to give it a shot. I have to try it. And so the first thing that, you know, I did, well, I sat down with Patrick and he kind of taught me a few things, but what we really went over is what I wanted to accomplish. Like what I wanted to do for people. And then after that, think about what it is, what is it that I'm interested in? What's, what are things that I can talk about um, a lot, basically? You know, I like food. I like reality TV. I like pop culture. I like talking about my dating life. I like my friends. Like basically all the basic things in life. That's what I can talk about. So you have to figure out what your 
good at because if, if you don't know a lot about a certain subject and you want to talk about it, you're going to run out of shit to say like real fast. Um, and then after that, you kind of just have to not filter yourself. And not everyone will agree with me because some of my friends like will edit their podcast a lot and they'll like take out like every time they say like or every time they, you know, repeat something too much or it makes them sound less eloquent. I don't do that. I I think that what's entertaining to me and what I connect with are, are, is, are things that are flawed. I'm really not interested in hearing a, new, a perfect news program. I'm not interested in, in perfect grammar and diction. I'm really interested in like what's real and not manufactured. And so my advice to you after you figure out all the rest of this shit, and if you're, if anyone else is thinking about starting a podcast, even if you don't air it, even if you just do it for yourself, because it, it does teach you, like, um, how to think quicker. <laughs> um, but my advice would just to be, to be completely yourself. And if you, like, fuck up during your podcast, don't edit it out. Just leave it. It's endearing. You know, people want to hear what's real. So if you are... Just true to yourself, and that sounds like I'm like, like I don't know, like a Care Bear or something. If you're true to yourself, but really, if you're true to yourself, I think that translates. People just want to like hear and see real shit, you know. That's how I feel, guys. I have a little. Uh, actually, it's like free. So if you listen to this, you realize that I'm giving you a free gift um, for lazy people, but people who also like to eat. Okay, you guys know that I'm really fucking lazy and I still really like food and I'm not really like that good of a cook. So Sun Basket is my thing. Okay, Sun Basket is a website where you can go and look at a million different healthy recipes and you order what you want, the recipes that you want and a box will come straight to your door, an insulated box with all the fresh ingredients, the recipe, everything so that you can make a meal for yourself or for somebody else in 30 minutes or less. And they offer paleo, gluten-free and vegetarian options. So there's a little something for everyone. I especially like some basket when you're like throwing a dinner party. So if I'm throwing a dinner party for like some friends, I really don't have fucking time to go to Pinterest, look up a recipe, go to the grocery, get all the ingredients. And then like I spend so much money buying ingredients that I'm like are just going to go bad because you don't use them all. That's annoying. So I'll go to sunbasket.com and I'll look up what recipes I like. Click that one, put in the amount of people that I need to cook for, and then it'll just come straight to my door. It's incredible. It's so fucking easy. I'm telling you. Um, And so let's get to the free part. If you go to sunbasket.com slash straight up. That's S-U-N-B-A-S-K-E-T dot com slash straight up. You get your first three meals free. And we're feeding you, Sunbasket and I, we are feeding you for three nights. Or we're feeding you and your two roommates one night. Whatever you want. So go try it out. Sunbasket.com slash straight up. You get your first free. It's like a tongue twister. Your first three meals free. Okay, guys. All right, booze. Next question. Also a girl named Natalie. That's random. Did I get two Natalies? Are they spelled the same? Yeah, they are. Weird. Okay. 
Um, I guess Natalie's only spelled like one way. I can't believe I just said that. Oh God, that's embarrassing. Whatever. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking pop culture, reality TV, celebrity gossip, relationships, and more. This is Straight Up with Stassi. Okay. Um, Natalie's writing me, well, because she can't tell her friends about what happened. She says, to make a long story short, my ex is the epitome of a douchebag. Girl, I've been there. We've been broken up for about a year now, uh, Eric, but we never technically had a title, even though I met his entire family, stayed at his house numerous times a week, and put up with his bullshit for a year. Um, oh, she says he was the best sex she ever had. That's unfortunate. She goes, that leads us to last weekend. I haven't had sex in about nine months and was getting desperate. He reached out to me on Friday, even though we had been in contact since the breakup. It was my first time. It was the first time sex was actually insinuated. We made dinner plans for Sunday, knowing that some shit was going to go down. And her plan, my plan was to use him as a fuck buddy. But the plan backfired. So this idiot cooked me dinner, took me out to the movies, Tequila was involved. We went back to his place. He begged me to stay the night. We banged. The next morning, first thing when I opened my eyes, he was just waking up as well. Instead of a proper good morning, he chose to say, so I don't want to rush you out or anything, but I have to go apartment hunting pretty soon. Basically saying, I'm not saying get out, but get out. It's been three days and I haven't even heard from him. I don't know why I'm telling you this. Um... I think that so she's saying, I hope you don't do this with Patrick or anybody else. Girl, that sucks. I know you didn't like full on ask me a question, but I'm getting back into the groove of this Ask Stasi stuff. And I felt when I read this, like I was like, man, that's the fucking worst. I haven't been there in a really, really long time, but I've been there before. Like my early 20s. Nowadays, I just feel like when I'm done with somebody, like once the breakup is is happening, I lose interest. Like I don't I, I'm not I'm not I'm definitely somebody that never goes back to an ex. That's not. No, I don't like that. But I feel your pain. So I feel like we should devise a plan to like get him like, OK, like a revenge situation Let's think. What could we do to get him in trouble or to like hurt him in some way? Oh, I got it. Does this dude like drink and drive or something? If not, we can like stage it. This is what we can do. The next time this dude goes out, we can you can stalk him enough to find out, like get your friends together. If he's drinking and driving, awesome. If he's not drinking and driving, you have to pick a night where he actually is driving. So let's just hope he's drinking and driving. You're going to follow him. You're going to write down his license plate and then you're going to call the police knowing he's drinking and driving and you're going to say there's a drunk driver in front of me and it's really scaring me and then he's going to get pulled over and then he's going to get a DUI and then he's going to that's going to suck. So (laughs) if he isn't drinking and driving, maybe you could just put an open container in his car and then call the police. You know, revenge is fun when it's deserved. But it sounds like this dude deserves it. Seriously, he kind of reminds me of like Mr. I think that could be nice. Where like you give the he gives the worst responses ever. 
like really i don't want to rush you out or anything but i have to go apartment hunting pretty soon like blow my fucking brains out what a douche sorry that that happened to you natalie ah dating life is hard dating life is hard but i've been getting lots of compliments on my sheets from people that have spent the night that sounded so skanky but seriously i was complimented more than once that see that sounds like i have more than one dude coming over to my house i don't mean it to sound like that i'm trying to be vague right now let's just say someone who has slept at my house really likes my sheets and asked me about them okay i feel my face turning red right now um uh, I've been sleeping on Bull and Branch sheets for now, what, over a year? Here's one of my favorite sponsors. They've just like been so ride or die. I just love them so much. So if you're in the market for sheets, now I'll, like I'm telling you, I know that they can be expensive and it's something you don't think to get yourself. Um, but the reason that they're so expensive is because most sheets companies, they sell their product to a department store and then the department store has to mark up the prices so that they can get a profit. Okay. Are you following? Okay. Bull and Branch, you're going straight to the source. They make the sheets, so they make the price. So you're getting like Ritz-Carlton hotel style sheets because you know hotel beds are always the best if you're staying at good hotels. You're getting hotel style sheets for less than nothing. I would be so enraged if I heard that any of my Khaleesi's went to like Bed Bath & Beyond or Nordstrom to buy their sheets when I'm giving them this amazing gift. And side note, I love adding this because this is actually true. Um, three of our U.S. presidents sleep on Bowl and Branch sheets. Not sure which three, but I feel like we could probably figure it out. So our presidents are sleeping on Bowl and Branch sheets. You guys. So I feel like a baller. My like little apartment and I have presidential sheets on my bed. I mean, I have like a window AC unit for fuck's sake. And I'm sleeping on presidential sheets. Okay. But if you go to bullandbranch.com now and use my promo code Stasi, we're giving you, well, they're giving you $50 off your first set of sheets. And that's Boland Branch, B-O-L-L and branch.com. Use my promo code Stasi, and you get 50% off your first set of sheets. Okay. For my final question, this one is very, very important. Um, uh, okay, Joanna. Dear Stasi, do you still do Ask Stasi? If not, will you do one special super quick and dirty one for me? I need help. It's desperate. Uh, yeah, that's why I'm here, Joanna. I'm sorry that I let you down before, but I'm here now. She says, I'm coming to L.A. for a wedding in one month, and I just got this guy I've had a crush on for 10 years to be my date. That's a long time. I need to lose 20 pounds by November 12th and look super hot. I've been single for a year and a half and was in a relationship before that with a guy who cheated on me. I don't know how to be seducy. I love that she said seducey. Take me under your wing. I'm a disaster. How do I get pretty in LA? How do I hide my cellulite until I get into good lighting? The wedding is in Topanga Canyon. How do I put a seduction plan in place? I've never been there. 
I'm vaguely aware the whole place smells like patchouli, which is not a sex scent. No, it's not. Normally, I would just comb my hair, shave my shame spots, throw on some lipstick and get drunk. But this guy has seen me drunk 1,000 times, so I want to make a new good impression. Last time I was at a wedding with him, I was so drunk I broke three wine glasses, and it was a day wedding. I need to rebound. My stomach hurts. I don't know how to do my hair. I never learned how to do a brow pencil. SOS. J. <laughs> I love that email so fucking much. I actually lolled a little bit when I read that the first time, especially. Okay. This is a tough situation. All right, girl, let's figure this out. How long do we have? Um, till November 12th. That's what? Like a month. A little less than a month. Okay. I have no idea what you look like, what your hair color is, or, or what anything like that. Let's just go through the basics. You're going to need to get some spray tans going on. Okay. Because everyone looks more fit or slimmer when they're tan. This is what I do when I need to be like really tan for something. But if you guys want to, if you want to hook up with this dude, it makes it trickier because you can't smell like self tanner. You feel me? Okay. You three days before I would recommend. Or no, actually, you know what? Two days before two days before the wedding, I want you to go get a spray tan. And I want you to sleep in it. Then when you wake up the next morning and take a shower, you're going to not shave your legs. Don't shave it off yet. And you're going to put another self tanner on. Okay. So even though you just got spray tanned the day before, you're going to shower the next morning, wake up. Well, after you shower, I don't know why I just said that. Wake up, shower, and then use, and this is the one that I really like, Saint Tropez. Their brand, the foam that they have, they give you a mitt with it. It's the best shade of like brown ever. Doesn't smell that great. Actually kind of smells like blood or pennies or some shit, but it looks good. So when you get out of the shower, you're going to put that on to double up on the spray tan. Then the day of the wedding, because you don't want to smell like pennies or murder, uh, you're going to shower again, shave your legs then too. That's fine. And you're just going to put lotion on like a lot of it. And then you're going to put like um, some sort of like bronzy lotiony shimmer thing. Like what I used is I know I've been talking about Kapari stuff and I talked to you guys about the the bronzer like the it's like an oil with like tanner th things in it. Anyway, it's, it's just to look good. So I would put that on. So therefore... Your tan will be like set in and you'll look hot, but you won't smell like a dead person because of all of the blood penny smell. So you're welcome. Um, besides that. All right. It depends on like if you really want to like buckle down and lose weight. Like I can tell you how to do it. And it involves not eating solids. First of all, cut out all alcohol this month up until the wedding. But then if you do that, you're going to have to recognize that at the wedding, what you drink is going to hit you twice as hard. So you have to not over drink when you're at the wedding. But if you cut out alcohol, I mean, that will do a lot right there. Then if you want to like really go for it, you could kind of just live off of like juices and smoothies and stuff like that. No carbs, nothing like that. Nothing fun. Nothing fun at all. But that's boring. Right. 
I mean, because anyone could lose weight like that. It's really easy. Like, if you want to, like, look your best, trust me, there are ways. But, if like, committing to that is intense. So if you don't feel like committing to that, if I were you, because I'm no, there's no way in hell I'm giving up alcohol, I would cut out carbs. So if I was in your position, I'd be like, no, I still have to have my wine or, like, my cocktails. And, like, I still need to ha- eat. Like, I can't just drink things I'll I'll lose my mind but I could give up carbs for a month and be okay so just enjoy everything else that's my advice to you um it wouldn't help if you worked out a little bit more I don't know how much you work out or if you do at all I mean I'm a lazy ass I hate it but I mean I'm telling you guys things that you probably already know but you just don't want to be told it because you just don't want to believe it um if you're not good at doing your like hair and makeup and stuff, I would recommend getting a blowout that morning and maybe like going to a makeup artist or something. Because you say I don't know how to do a brow pencil. It's like the easiest thing. Um, I hope this helped. And I really hope that this guy that you've been liking for 10 years like falls in love with you or at least has sex with you. Either way. Okay, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, Talk to you soon, Khaleesi's.